Believe in your dreams, believe in yourself and get something positive out of every day. and welcome to the 20th episode of the Volley Talk podcast. I'm sorry if my voice is a bit weird now because it's really early for me, but I am so excited because today we have an amazing, amazing guest on the show. In fact, she just won her Dutch National Championships yesterday. It's a 2021 Olympian and has won multiple medals in World Tour events, all at the tender age of 22. <laughs> she is none other than Katya Stam from the Netherlands. Hi Katya, who had Good. First of all, a huge congratulations to you for winning the Dutch Championships yesterday. <laughs> How was it? How was the tournament? Yeah, it was a really typical Dutch tournament. So all weather conditions came by. There was sun, <laughs> rain, and uh but yeah, in the end, we had a really tough final, really fight. But uh, yeah, we managed to win and that was all where we came for. So I'm really happy that we won. Yeah, huge congrats for that. And also for the Olympics. I want to ask you more about the Olympics. How was it, you know, competing as one of the youngest teams there? Yeah, it was actually cool and weird at the same time. Because, yeah, it was amazing to be there and amazing to be in a village with all the athletes around the world. But it was also weird because of all the COVID situations. And we also had to quarantine for five days at the end. So that made it like a little weird also. But, yeah, I really enjoyed being there and it was so cool to say that I I am an Olympian right now. Yeah, and you and Raisa played really well. Like, I watched your matches. <laughs> you guys were like, you you weren't even nervous. Like, it's your first Olympics, but you didn't even show that you were nervous. <laughs> we didn't show, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> but how was the environment, you know, competing without audience? Was it weird? Yeah, actually, it was really weird. And actually, we sort of are used to that because the last year, also at the world oh. tour there was there wasn't audience at the most most of the tournaments um but yeah then the week after we played the european championships in vienna and then there was a stadium full of audience and music dancing and screaming and, and then i actually noticed the real difference between no audience and a full stadium so yeah that was crazy Oh yeah, and I forgot to mention that you are also the silver medalist for the European Championships. <laughs> yeah. Huge congrats on that. So after the Olympics, it's just win after win after win. <laughs> yeah, crazy. So, okay, so now I want to go back in time and I want to ask about how it all began, right? So first of all, Katya, how would you describe yourself in a tweet? Um... Well, I'm Katja Stam, uh, 22 years old. I'm a full-time beach volleyball player since I'm 16. Um, I'm also studying physiotherapy. Oh. And, um, yeah, for the rest, I would say that I'm a positive and ambitious girl. And yeah, I think that's it. <laughs> yeah, ambitious, <laughs> definitely. So how did you first start beach volleyball then? 
Uh, well, actually, I started playing indoor volleyball. I started when I was nine. And then I was getting taller and taller. So then people got interested in me. And uh, I think when I was 12, I was at the youth uh, national program indoor. And from there, there was an invitation for a beach volleyball training. But it was just on the other side of the Netherlands because my parents live like at the other side. Mm-hmm. And um, But I was like, okay, let's try. Um, maybe it's, it's nice. And uh, I had the training for like two and a half hours. And we also had to drive two and a half hours to The Hague and two and a half hours back home. And uh, the way back, I just was smiling all the way. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I fell in love after the first training already and uh, and I combined it for a couple of years but now since three or four years I'm full-time only beach volleyball and I'm so happy that I made that decision because yeah I love I love beach volleyball much more than indoor volleyball yeah and also you mentioned that you grew taller and taller so what is your exact height now it's one meter 92 oh, that's really really tall <laughs> Ah, I see. So you fell in love with it immediately and then you went full-time when you were 16. So yeah. how old were you when you got into the national team? Um, yeah, I think it was like 14. Oh. And then, so then I trained twice a week in The Hague. So then my parents drove me all the way to The Hague twice a week. Mm-hmm. So it was a lot, lot of time in the car. And then at 16, 16th day, asked me to move to The Hague um, so I could train full-time. So that's now, what's it, six, six years ago? So yeah, wow. six years of full-time training in the national program already. <laughs> Talk about commitment. So who or what inspires you the most throughout this whole journey? Um, I think the most inspiring is that I feel that Working hard results in so many great stories. I, I mean, this year was amazing, but also the years before, I didn't always get the result that I want, but every year has something special in it. And and that was because of working hard every day and know my goals. And sometimes it was just not in volleyball, but being in Australia or whatever, somewhere around the world. But I know that Every story I make in this journey is because I'm working hard. And that's, yeah, that makes it inspiring to keep on doing it. Mm, because you want to create more great stories. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's amazing. So what has been the toughest challenge that you have to face? And what lesson did you learn from it? Um, actually, maybe you wouldn't believe it, but the partnership with Raisa is the most challenging thing I've done oh okay (laughs) and it's actually because we have two different visions like I trained on a national program and she came two years ago from another program and yeah we had really different visions about the game and how we want to train how we want to play and um yeah actually we still are in a tough situation sometimes because it's getting better every day and and that feels really good. And, and I also think that um, these two worlds coming together make something really nice because that's showing in 
this mm-hmm. summer already. Mm-hmm. But sometimes it's also challenging and makes it hard to, yeah, if you don't understand each other. So we talk a lot and uh, yeah, have discussions about things that we don't agree. Um, but yeah, yeah, that's challenging. But yeah, I also like that I'm doing that and it results in good achievements. So uh, also happy with it, mm-hmm. but also challenging. So just a quick question. Is this your own choice, the partnership, or is it the associations who put you all together? Uh, no, actually, it's sort of a cooperation, but in the first place, we asked each other and oh, yeah, we would play together. And then we went to the coaches and said, yeah, we want to play together. Is that okay for you? Do you see a potential in us? And then it was fine. And then we started to play together. Mm. So, yeah. Okay, but we knew it, we knew we knew it would be hard, but oh, yeah. okay, that's cool. But you all <laughs> managed to pull it off, and like you said, every day is getting better, and with the achievements, yeah. it shows yeah. the result. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so Katya, now we're gonna do a mini game break, and I'm gonna ask you the best ever. Okay, so what is the best ever match that you've ever played? Yeah, I was thinking a long time about that. <laughs> But I think in the end, I choose the game in the Ostrava, the four-star world tour. Uh-huh. Again, uh, Agatha Duda. Oh. And actually, if you ask me, I don't know a lot about it. I Maybe I forgot a little bit of this game because I was so excited. <laughs> but it was, uh, it was really special because that game was, we had to win it to go to the Olympics. We needed a fifth place to... Um, like if we qualified on the on the qualification tournament in in Holland, we ha- we had for the Olympics. We also needed a fifth place on a four star world tour. Oh, and Ostrava was the last four star before uh, before the qualification tournament. Wow. So we needed a fifth place, and yeah, the game for getting the fifth place was against Agatha Duda. So then we pushed everything together and yeah we played a great game and I actually don't know and it's everything <laughs> but I know it feels like the best game ever played yeah because you were so in the zone that you don't even know what was uh-huh. happening right yeah exactly so what was the score in the end I don't know it we won in two sets and I think it was 15 and 17 or something I don't know I don't know but it was yeah it was a really weird game but so so cool <laughs> wow okay so uh, then my next question is the best ever team that you played against yeah actually um i was thinking about it and i thought it would be a team uh Stam Schoon ourselves because sometimes <laughs> we are playing against each other <laughs> <laughs> And that makes it difficult, and then we lose from ourselves, and it's really hard. <laughs> that is a really interesting answer. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. Like most of the times, we are just competing against ourselves. Yes. Right? <laughs> okay, okay, cool. So, the best ever venue that you've competed in? Mm, yeah, I was thinking about Tokyo, that was really big and mm-hmm. cool, but I don't think the best one. And then I was thinking about Vienna because that was big and much of audience. But actually my best, best venue was 
uh, at home at Scheveningen at the Continental Cup. Um, because yeah, all family and friends were there and everybody was watching and it was so amazing that all those people were just there for us. Yeah, so that was the yeah the best one I think. Mm, and what, um, King of the Court is coming soon in Utrecht, right? Will mm-hmm. that be exciting too? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We we didn't play really good last year, so I think there's only improvement for this year. So that's nice. Yeah. But yeah, I think that's also a great great event, and uh, yeah, I'm really looking forward to play there again. Okay, so I want to ask you, like, what's the difference between King of the Court and normal beach volleyball events? Um. Like you mean the rules? Also? No, not rules. Like how does it feel, the feeling? How is it different? I think King of the Court is much more stressful. It's with oh. time. <laughs> yeah. Like the time feels so stressful. And it's not really about tactics that you can think of your opponent like what did they, the last ball, because you were off the court the last three points and they are just hitting from the side outside. Oh. So you just have to get in dig a ball or block a ball and then have to make sure that again. So yeah, I think it's time and that you can't use a lot of tactics, I guess. Just mm. play before the I think that's the best difference. <laughs> yeah, it's really, really exciting because it's so fast moving. Mm-hmm. Is it yeah. more tiring? Yeah, I think so. It's different. It's more like a cardio training. <laughs> <laughs> I see. Okay, okay. <laughs> so speaking about competitions, Katya, do you have any pre-competition routine? Um, well, not really. Not a really specific pre, pre-game ritual or something. But actually this year we made like our own warm-up structure. Mm-hmm. And actually if there's something happening in our warm-up structure and it isn't going like the order I want, then I maybe get a little bit nervous. <laughs> so but that's it. Not like a special thing, but just the structure in warm-up needs to be in the same order every time. Mm, okay, okay. So <laughs> it's like your routine, right? Like if you break it yeah. then you feel a bit off. Uh-huh. Yes. <laughs> I see. <laughs> so Speaking about nervous, so I'm sure during matches, there will be like really, really, you know, difficult situations when you're, you know, coming back or when the, when the score is tight. So how do you calm yourself down during those tight situations? Um, I use sometimes a little bit of breathing just to calm myself down. Uh, but also I think it's a really mental thing. So I'm really thinking about believing in myself, what I can, and mm. also really rational about what I want to do the next ball and don't think about the past. Mm. But also a really important thing is is my partner, Raisa, because she is the definition of calmness. She is so calm in the court. It's really nice. I can be a little bit too much sometimes and she makes me calm and sometimes we need a little bit more energy and then I'm there in the court to make mm. her more energetic but uh yeah if it's if I'm getting nervous then she's the one who says gotcha slow down we'll be all right wow. we're good at we'll be all right so yeah that's really nice to play next to mm, so you guys basically complement each other <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah 
Cool. So, in your opinion, Katya, what is the most important quality of a beach volleyball player? Uh, I think that's perseverance, actually. I trained from, like I said, from 14 in the national program already. And uh, there were a lot of players, but I think the people where I train with right now, there's no one from that group left. And so I think, yeah, there are quitted a lot of people because they didn't like it anymore or mm-hmm. they couldn't get it done with all the pressure. Mm-hmm. And I think that just just the perseverance and and knowing that there are hard times in your career, that yeah, that's really important to be at the top level if if you want to achieve something. Mm-hmm. That there are also hard times, but you have to keep on going. Yeah, I really, really agree because I think that's like what I've seen also. Like usually in the beginning, there's a big group of people and then as years go by, then it's less and less and less until you see who is the last one standing. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, true. So Katya, what are the hopes of the future of your career? Um, Well, especially keep on loving the sport as I do right now, because I think that's really important to have fun on the court and fun of the things you do. And uh, yeah, in the end, my really call for now is to get gold in Paris. So I'm training really hard for that. Mm-hmm. Um, and what happens after Paris, I don't know. But just, yeah, then yeah. loving the sport and keep on going as long as I like it. Mm-hmm. I like how you said that your hopes is to love the sport because I think so often I, I've heard people who they just want the result so much that they forget about the journey and the process. And in the end, even when they yeah. get the results, they, they realize that they didn't enjoy it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think that's really important to also uh, get the results. I really feel that if I am not happy, maybe it's because of I'm stressful about school or or whatever something in my relatives or friends or there's something happening and I'm not happy mm-hmm. then also also beach volleyball is not going the way I want so I think that everything around also needs to be nice and good to and yeah be happy to get the result you want mm. so speaking about school how do you balance volleyball and school <laughs> <laughs> well, my study is going a little slower than <laughs> to normal people, but I actually like to do something for my future and also think about that life after a beach volleyball. And it's also nice that if I'm done with training for a day that I can put my brain to something else. Don't mm. think about volleyball all day long, but also doing something else, something totally else. Mm, okay. So yeah. That's what I like about it. But it's going slow. And especially when we are in season, then I'm actually doing nothing because it's physiotherapy is also a lot of practical stuff. Yeah. So that, that's really difficult with combining. But now we have off season in a couple of weeks. So then I can start doing a little bit more and doing the practical stuff again. Yeah, so. I mean, come on, you're an Olympian and the school should understand. <laughs> <laughs> So, Katya, besides beach volleyball, what else do you like to do? Um, yeah, there's not much I do <laughs> besides beach volleyball. <laughs> and 
but if I have some free time, I uh, love to catch up with family and friends and do something like lunching, uh, go to the cinema, shopping, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it doesn't matter what we do, just being with people I love and be with them. So you mentioned earlier that you had to move to The Hague. So are you with your family now or are you still really far from them? Yeah, still two and a half hours of drive. Okay, so yeah, family time is really important for you. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So how is your um, training schedule like, if you don't mind me asking? Yeah, sure. Um, Well, actually we train twice a day, I think. And that's a um, ball session, a weight session, or a physical session. Uh, and yeah, that's actually what we do almost every day. And we get one day off in the week. Oh. Something like that. And now in season, it's a little bit different because the competition is mostly starting on Wednesday and, or Thursday. So then it depends on how far we get into the tournament. Mm. But yeah, we mostly train twice a day. Okay, so do all the Dutch teams train together or everyone has their own training venue and coaches? Uh, no, actually the national program is in The Hague and, and all the Dutch teams who are playing at the World Tour are training over there with yeah the same coaches. And, oh, yeah. okay, that's cool. So. Do you find it um, more helpful that everyone is training together or individual is better? Uh, no, I actually like that we are together. I think also we trained a lot with Kaiser Meppelink. Mm. Uh, yeah, they are a really experienced team and I actually have so much respect for them. And, uh, and I also like to train together because they made us so much better in the last two years that mm. we could climb up to, to their level and and compete against them and and I think they feel the same for us because mm. we also make them better right now because we won won a couple of times against them and now they're also feeling like oh, we need to get better and <laughs> we feel the same so yeah I think the cooperation between everybody I think that's that's good yeah, and I remember during the Olympics, I saw, or before the Olympics started, I saw one post on Instagram where uh, you and Raisa posted your baby, fo- like young photo with yeah. them, right? And then now you are teammates. <laughs> How does that feel? Yeah, that's really weird. She was like, uh, oh, she was at my school, uh, Madeleine. Like, I think when I was not, even uh, living in the Hague already so I think I was 12 or 13 and then I yeah I really were looking at her like wow she's an Olympian and oh cool cool. I also want that and then yeah like a couple years later we (laughs) stay together on the court and competing against each other so yeah that's really weird wow literally dream come true (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah so cool so, Katya, what do you think your strengths are, both as an athlete and as a person? Um, I think the thing we talked about, the perseverance, I think that's one strength that I like about me, mm-hmm. that I keep on doing that. Uh, but also 
my positivity. Actually, every day has something good in it. And I also want to uh, say that every day, what's what's a good thing about the day. Mm. Uh, and I think I'm also really down to earth. So, yeah, I'm not really, really stressful in a lot of situations. So, yeah. That's so good. Yeah, positivity is like so important. Mm-hmm. But yeah. so, I mean, even though there are times when you are really down, right? I mean, surely that will happen. How do yeah. you sort of, you know, get back up? <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, what I said, I think about the, the things I can. And sometimes it's really hard because mm-hmm. I think that I'm improving in my confidence every year. But that wasn't really good uh, a couple of years ago. So, um, but I keep on working on that and yeah, keep on saying the good things that are happening in training or in the game, even if I'm losing or if the training was like really, really shit, I keep on saying there will be something good in it. Oh. And actually it was the same for the European championships because we had like a couple of trainings before and they were not not so good and we were rising we're a little bit fighting against each other and then the first match we lost against Swiss and uh, then we actually had a talk together and it was really going like but then <laughs> everything was out and then we played like really really good for the rest of the mm. tournament so yeah I think just saying to each other what you think about the situation if you agree or not makes it even better if you just just say it and it's and it's not in your head anymore ah okay i see yeah speaking about that i remember i i saw somewhere that dutch people are really direct so i guess that helps (laughs) (laughs) it's like no hard feelings right it's just like whatever you see just say it yeah and then you forget about it yeah i think that's good because then you're not thinking about it anymore then it's just out and yeah. Mm, that's so true. Okay. So, <laughs> okay. Speaking about directness, what do you wish people knew more about you that they don't? Um, actually, I think that my family is really important to me. I don't think a lot of people know that about me because I'm not seeing them really often. Mm. Uh, but yeah, I think I almost call my mom mostly every day and uh yeah they are more important for me than most people think i guess so yeah that's so nice so are you uh, are there any more beach volleyball players in your family uh no actually not my father and my sister they played uh like my father played volleyball indoor volleyball and my sister is still playing volleyball but just once a week and just for fun and mm. And no beach volleyball, actually. Mm, okay, interesting. Mm-hmm. So, uh, is your sister very tall too? <laughs> yeah, she's a little bit shorter than me, but she's also, for a woman, pretty cho- pretty, pretty tall, yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. So, Katya, knowing what you know now, what advice would you give to your younger self? Um, well, I was, I was a really shy girl when I was younger. I didn't even dare to talk actually (laughs) so that changed (laughs) but yeah I would say that 
know your goals and and be confident about yourself because I think everybody has their talents and has their good things. It's very different for everybody, but everybody has something. And um, I would say be confident and happy about that. And also yeah, make goals for yourself so you can achieve some success. And that makes it even better. Uh, yeah, I wish I would would have done that a couple of years earlier. Because, yeah, I think that made my life a little bit more uh, yeah, happier like a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. But yeah, for now, I'm really, really happy. And uh, for now, it's okay. But but a couple of years ago, it was more shy and un- unnecessary shy. Unnecessary shy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to say it, but I hope you understand what, yeah, I, I, what understand. I mean. <laughs> yeah, I understand what you mean. So I think, I guess it's all about taking yourself out of your comfort zone and yeah, you know, that, that process can be really difficult sometimes. But once you get past it and like where you are now, then you look yeah. back and think like, why didn't I do that earlier? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's it. That's good. Yeah. I see. Okay. So, wow. I can't believe we are at our last question already. It's so fast. <laughs> so anyway, this last question is a question that I always ask all my guests at the end. And it goes, if you could put a message on the moon for the whole world to see, what would it be and why? I would say um, believe in your dreams, believe in yourself and get something positive out of every day. Nice. And, I think, and I think that this talk explains already why I think that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's so true. I can really see like you really embody this in, your, in yourself and in your life. Yeah, the positivity. Like, even mm-hmm. now, I feel so happy just talking to you. <laughs> nice. I achieved it. Nice. Great. So, yeah, um, this has been such an amazing talk with you, Katya. I'm so honored and blessed to be able to speak and learn and pick your brain. <laughs> but you? before we end, is there anything else that you'd like to, you know, share that I, I might have missed out or anything? Um... No, I don't know, actually. I like to be here and I like to share my story and I hope that some athletes or maybe non-athletes will get something out of it. And Yeah. Yeah, for sure. They will. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. All right. Thank you, Katya. Danke wel. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, ook bedankt. <laughs> that was such an amazing sharing by Katya. What I learned most from her are the three Ps. Positivity, perseverance, and passion. And what's amazing is that she's only so young and I can't wait for what's in store for her. Please do give her a follow and support her along her journey at Katya Stam on Instagram. And if you found this episode helpful, share it with your friend, your teammates, or even your coach. And if you have any other questions that you'd like to ask the players or any players that you would love to hear their stories, please do send me a message on Instagram at The Volley Talk Podcast or use the hashtag The Volley Talk Podcast. Once again, thank you for joining us and I'll see you in the next episode.